Well, hello, hello, and welcome to the show. This is Wrong Place or Great Crime. I am your host, Frank Zafiro, and this is an open and shut episode with Jeremiah Franklin. Uh, we're going to talk to Jeremiah and uh, learn a little bit about him and his new release, Dark Tomorrow. But first, the sponsor of Wrong Place Right Crime is Down and Out Books. Down and Out Books is an emerging publisher of crime fiction, most of it on the dark and edgy side of the spectrum. I'm proud to be in their stable and uh, surrounded by a lot of great authors. You can check it out for yourself at downandoutbooks.com. That's downandoutbooks, all written out, .com, downandoutbooks.com. Take the journey with us. Now let's talk to uh, Jeremiah Franklin, whose book is a young adult uh, novel, not really crime fiction, so you might wonder how we ended up on the show. Uh, well, the book is uh, on the adult end of the young adult spectrum. It is dark and gritty, uh, and uh, Jeremiah happens to live in my neck of the woods, so he did get a little bit of, of neighbor rhythm as well. But I think you'll be glad he's here when you hear what this uh, book is about. Let's talk to Jeremiah Franklin. Well, hey, Jeremiah. Welcome to the show. Great. Uh, yeah, the, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So tell me, uh, burning question for you, What what is it about young adult fiction that caused you to want to write in that genre as opposed to straight fiction, science fiction, uh, or even with your background as a private investigator, you know, mystery and detective fiction? Oh, well, that's a good question. I think um, a lot of it has to do with... Uh... You know, I spend a lot of time, um, currently I'm a, I'm a high school teacher, so I do spend a lot of time with, uh, you know, teenage and young adult uh, individuals. So I think I've, I've got a good perspective on, you know, um, how the average teenager sort of thinks. And, um, you know, in, in a lot of ways, I, I I didn't mature too far beyond that. <laughs> so I think for me uh, to kind of have an idea what? of what a, what a teenager's thinking, it's not that far-fetched. Right, uh, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, and the reason why I ended up kind of focusing on the, on the young adult um, aspect is I think that, uh, you know, I read a book called The Road by Cormac McCarthy, you know, a few mm -hmm. years back. Really enjoyed that book, even though it's pretty dark. Um, but, Very dark. Uh, but, uh, you know, at the same time, I, as I was reading, I kept thinking, you know, this would, be, this would be a great story if you could relate this to kind of a younger, younger audience. And mm -hmm. um, so that was that was a big thing for me. I thought, you know, when I as I read the book and I, and I was finished with it, I thought, you know, I had this idea, um, kind of a post-apocalyptic post young adult story in my head. And I and I kind of um, took the realism that was connected to the road. And I thought, you know, if I developed some young adult characters, that might be uh, something that the readers would enjoy. If we're looking at the private investigator side, um, you know, that just gave me, you know, it's kind of a unique insight into, into the human animal, uh, being able to, you know, being on surveillance and uh, kind of watching uh you know, anonymously, you, you get a really good take on uh, what people uh, do when they're not, when they don't, when they don't know what they're being watched. And, um, you know, unfortunately, you end up seeing a lot of the, the dark side of human nature when you're doing that. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, mm -hmm. with the, the aspects of um, that side of me, and then, you know, kind of coupled with the, uh, my connection with young people, you know, from coaching and through mm -hmm. high school, um, I think it was a good fit. The book is called Dark Tomorrow. And there's a subtitle, yeah. Rise of the Crow. So is this the first book in a series? Yeah, so this is the first book in a trilogy. Um, so uh, the next book actually um, is titled uh, Dark Tomorrow, Cult of the Crow. And that uh, is slated to come out in springtime of 2019. So tell us about The Rise of the Crow. Uh, Rise of the Crow is a story about a, uh, about a teenager, um, really two teenagers, a boy and a girl, who are uh, 
left in a sort of a post-apocalyptic environment. Um, a virus has wiped out the majority of uh, mankind or humankind. Um, and when I say the majority, I'm talking like 99.99999, where there's only a handful of people left um, that are still functioning and um, they have a natural immunity um, that let them survive. And uh, really the story is, um, you know, it, it's got, it's a love story. It's a mystery. It's an adventure. It's, a, you know, it's kind of got a lot of different aspects to it. I think, um, you know, uh, really it's, it's a story of survival, but at the same time, it's, um, you know, it's these young people finding themselves in, uh, you know, coming of age, uh, man versus nature, man versus man. You know, there's a lot, really a lot going on. I, it does touch on a lot of different subjects. And I think um, that, um, you know, it's a fast paced book and um, action packed. And I think that, uh, you know, it would appeal to, you know, not only young adults, but really, um, you know, people of any age. Uh, I think uh, all of us can relate to sort of uh, what we might do in the end of the world scenario and, and uh, the lengths we would go to, to stay alive. Well, your protagonist, Sawyer Bradshaw, sounds like kind of a badass. So, you know, the background of the story is that Sawyer's uh, father uh, is a military guy who had sort of, you know, while, while other kids were going to soccer practice, uh, Sawyer's father was training him to be a soldier. Um, and uh, so, you know, when, uh, when the, the S hits the fan, so to speak, and the end of the world comes into play, uh, he's sort of uniquely prepared to, uh, you know, step up and do what has to be done to stay alive. But he meets his match when he runs into Sarah. Yeah, so Sarah comes, uh, you know, from a different different side of the tracks. You know, she kind of comes from this affluent family, um, but you know, deep down, she's 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 probably tougher than Sawyer when it really comes down to it. Wow. And um, yeah, so he meets his match with her real quickly, and and kind of falls in love very quickly with that girl. And uh, as the as the story progresses, you'll see that yeah, Sarah Sarah definitely um, can hold her own when it comes to uh, survival. So you said that in the setting that you have uh, in this novel that the virus has wiped out over 99% of the uh, population. Uh, they're just dead, or do, are we talking zombies? Just no, around? you know, again, um, you know, this book is, is kind of, it's based on reality. You know, I really try to make it a realistic take on, you know, what, uh, uh, you know, the dystopian kind of post-apocalyptic scenario mm -hmm. would look like. Uh, no zombies, no vampires, uh, no aliens. Um, so really, uh, you know, um, from my point of view, you know, the most dangerous thing that could be alive after, uh, you know, an inter-world scenario isn't a zombie, but, you know, another person. So um, really what it comes down to is they find out pretty quickly that, uh, that it's the other survivors they need to worry about more than anything else. That tends to be true, it seems like, even in the zombie movies. Right, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, Rise of the Crow, Cult yes. of the Crow, do you have a title for the third one yet? Uh, third one tentative cry, uh, title is called Fall of the Crow. Ah, so kind of keep with that Dark Tomorrow theme and have the yeah. subtitles under each one. So if somebody picks up the first book, uh, which I, I believe came out in September? Uh, yeah, correct. If they pick up the uh, Rise of the Crow and uh, really like it, they don't have to wait long for the second and the third books to come out. No, second book, yeah, second book's ready to go. We're in, uh, you know, we're down to the final editing process, um, and that should get, uh, should get going pretty soon here. We're thinking April or May um, at the latest. What, uh, what else is on the horizon uh, once uh, the uh, uh, Dark Tomorrow series is over? Uh, surprisingly or amazingly enough, I do have another book lined up to go after that. Um, and I'm kind of holding off on that a little bit in terms of my agent and I are kind of waiting to see uh, when we want to send that out or not. Um, and that's sort of a little bit more science fiction based. Um, again, mm -hmm. it kind of it is a young adult book, takes place uh, kind of in a distant future. Um, and the concept there is that um, we're living in a society where most of the, the survivors of sort of another post-apocalyptic event um, are people who might be considered uh, autistic or on the autistic spectrum. Um, hmm. for, and um, so now that we create a society that's very different than the one we have now, and um, sort of the, uh, 
the conflict there is that um, every once in a while a a uh, more traditional sort of uh, typical human being is born and they're viewed as dangerous and um, are usually um, eliminated. But in, in the story of this book, there's a few that are kept and uh, we kind of follow them as they uh, move through the society that's very different than the one we're used to now. Now, writing for the young adult genre has to have a particular challenge to it because it's not just young adults that that read it. It's a very popular genre with uh, with adults. And so how do you straddle that, that, that line of balance between appealing to and being appropriate for the young adult on the one hand and yet still maintaining that appeal uh, for a uh, for an adult? Yeah, that's that's a good question. You know, and, and I think that, um, you know, when I was crafting the book, I, I really had that in mind. Um, I knew my characters were young adult characters, um, but um, I, I like to think of my young adult readers as uh, intelligent people that can handle, uh, you know, more, maybe more adult themes and, and adult, mm-hmm. adult concepts and, and uh, verbiage or whatever I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the book, you know, I tell you, the book, the book isn't really for the younger teen set. I'd say it's for the, uh, you know, older teens and up. Um, you know, it, it's a dark book and it's, it's definitely got some, um, some violence in it and dark themes. And, uh, but I think that, you know, um, I did write the book to appeal to a, a wide range of readers. In fact, a lot of my readers, a lot of the reviews uh, that I've, that I've had so far, a lot of the good reviews have been from, uh, not necessarily young adults, but older, older adults. But, um, you know, right now I'm, I'm getting a lot more young adults, um, you know, the book's new, so they're getting a chance to read it and I'm, I'm getting a little bit of buzz there too. So, yeah, I think that really comes down to just, just try, I think if you craft, um, a good novel and uh that hopefully it'll appeal to more people than just the specific group that you've uh you know got it marketed for the book is is uh, dark tomorrow the rise of the crow and it'll be followed up in uh, the spring with uh, dark tomorrow the cult of the crow and uh sounds like a third one in the in the fall too and they can get it uh everywhere you can get books i assume yeah, yeah, it's available um, kind of regionally here in Central Oregon area, Barnes and Noble, and all of those uh, good places. Um, but yeah, you can pick it up on Amazon, uh, BarnesandNoble.com, all all the normal uh, booksellers that you should be able to uh, get it on either either ebook or in paperback. Jeremiah, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Frank. Um, and uh, yeah, I look forward to maybe doing this uh, when the next book comes out. You bet. Well, there you go, folks. A pretty. Uh quick down and dirty a bit of uh getting to know jeremiah franklin and his book dark tomorrow rise of the crow next episode will be an open and shut episode as well and we'll be talking to one of my writing partners jim wilski about his short story collection and the release of his newest novel which i may or may not have had something to do with you'll have to wait and see next week on wrong place or right crime another open and shut episode this one with Jim Wilski. Until then, this is Frank Zafiro reminding you that sometimes you got to be in the wrong place to write crime. <laughs> <laughs>